Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Project Daybreak, the project where we're talking about the upcoming talents all around the world. Now, we have a local talent here from Alst in Belgium. I'll let him introduce himself. Hello, I'm Patrick. I'm uh, currently playing in a band called Ondine, and I suspect that's what this interview is going to be about. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's so correct. <laughs> Now, um, of course, um, for all the, the folks abroad, um, Ondin, they, do, they won't probably know where the name came from, but I have a, a slight uh, suggestion. I think I, I can uh, resume from where the name comes from. Does it have anything to do with Louis Paul Bone? It does, yeah. Louis Paul Bone is uh, a, a, like a famous writer uh, originating from our hometown, Aals, like you said before. Uh, and he was known for his kind of um, contra-political uh, uh, thoughts and stuff like that. So, um, and he's he's like a big figure in Alst, uh, and Ondine is one of the main characters of his most well-known novel, uh, The Capelicans Bound. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's exactly correct. Like you said, um, he was quite anti-political. Uh, mm -hmm. um, is that also the reason why you chose the name Ondin for the band, or is there another reason? Uh, no, it, it certainly has uh, something to do with that. Uh, you see, Alst is also it's a bit of a funny town. It's kind of bipolar, you could say. Uh, they have this troubled past uh, with a post-industrial hangover of sorts, and. Uh, And so the people in Alst, they they kind of like to portray or portray their, themselves as being uh, anarchistic, uh, and so yeah, I mean that thought certainly comes into play or came into play when we chose the name, and it also sounds nice, I think. <laughs> well, of course, it it even sounds in English. So um, yeah. <laughs> Now, um, how many members are there in the band? Currently, we're four people. We used to be five people, but there's been some changes in in our uh, setup, so to speak. And uh, so, yeah, we're four people: drums, two guitars, bass, vocals, and some electronics. Okay. And yeah. if you would describe the genre of the the band, what would it be? Well, it's um, we've been described as uh, being a shoegaze band uh, that often comes up, but uh, I just like to think of it as pop music with. Uh, with certain hooks um, like we started off it started off as a side project really I used to play in this uh, rather abrasive guitar noise band called Steamer Crywolf and it was I wanted to do more pop oriented song oriented stuff combined with guitar noise and so you easily get into the shoegaze uh, um, sort of uh, atmosphere then mm -hmm. and our first EP called, was called Cloud that came out in 2008 And uh, we were actually being called Belgium's best shoegaze band then, which was kind of funny, because uh, there's not a lot of shoegaze bands. <laughs> There weren't a lot of shoegaze bands in Belgium at that time. But uh, yeah, so but I like to think of it as pop music with a different uh, approach than usual. You know. 
Okay, so now, now I think there's a lot of listeners interested into the music, of course, um, and they will hear it during this interview in the background, popping up from time to time. Where did it all start for you personally? Uh, well, like I said, I, uh, it came out. I, it was a side project, and um, and then certainly enough, there was. Uh, we started playing the songs in a band uh, context, and um, I mean, I had the songs ready uh, for the first EP. Uh, we recorded them, and that's where it all took off. Really, uh, we got some airplay on Studio Brussels and. Uh, a little bit, not a lot, but it was really good. And uh, the EP got uh, some really great reviews, and so that was a good uh, catalyst to for us to continue doing it. And now we're we've released our second uh, LP on vinyl and uh, digital downloads. Uh, it's called Washes Over, and so yeah, it's looking good. Okay, and for you personally, did you start at a young age, or did you? Came into music on a later age, or? Uh, yeah, I think I started when I was, I don't know, 15. You know, started playing guitar, and I've played in a lot of bands in the past. Uh, also, other people's projects. I still do actually, but uh, as do the other members of Ondi. Um So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a long music uh, <laughs> life already. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's always an advantage, of course. So. Uh... To have that experience in different bands, and again, you can put in the best into one band. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's what it was about, really, to sort of focus a few, you know, core ideas into um, my dream band. So <laughs> Do you still remember the very first track, single, uh, LP you ever bought? Wow. Now, uh, not really. Um, to be honest, that must have been something by Urbanus, uh, <laughs> like a, a local or a Flemish comedy artist. Yeah, yeah. he had some really nice songs in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More so than now, maybe. <laughs> now, um, when you write your own music, um, is it a group effort? or Because you said you already had the songs ready for the first EP. Yeah. Um, now you worked on a second EP, uh, which is released now. Did you work on it together as a group, or is it one person that writes the music and the others perform? Or uh, it's been an evolution, really. Like the first EP was really, like you say, my uh, I, I made up all the songs and then we started playing them afterwards in a band context. But uh, with the last record and also the stuff we're working on now for for. Uh, a next release because we're working on new songs all the time really uh, it's it's evolving more towards a, a group effort yeah for sure yeah. your m most memorable performance up to now? I don't know. I, I like all the gigs, really. They, they all bring something different to the to the table. And, 
yeah, it's always good fun. I, I prefer actually playing in. We did a few, you know, we played bars, small clubs, and then uh, we also did a few supports for bigger bands, like in, in larger venues. And then, even though it, it seems more appealing to play in larger venues for a lot of people, a lot of bands, I actually prefer the, the small clubs where you, you stand like a meter away from the, the sweaty crowd and, and you're just, you know, the, 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 the sound is very loud and I really enjoy those, those type of gigs, usually. Mm -hmm. yeah. That sounds very nice. Now, um... Where do we, we get to see you? Uh, because we know um, this Saturday, yeah, um, you'll be performing on Front Row. Yeah, exactly. The on uh, Impulse, uh, Impulse, the Art and Music Fair. Exactly, in Alst, in uh, our homey townie. Uh, and, uh, well, there's a few other gigs uh, in the works. Uh, like in January, we're playing in Ghent, a place called Petra's Place, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's a kind of new place. It's, it's actually a dance club, but they opened it up recently for bands. And um, I suspect that's going to be great fun. And uh, yeah, there's more gigs lined up, but um, they still have to be confirmed and uh, dates have to be set and stuff like that. Probably okay. Brussels and Antwerp. Uh, oh, <laughs> of course, there are a lot of music venues uh, in Belgium and around the world. Yeah. Is there one specific that you've always dreamt of that you like uh, to see Ondin perform on? Well, um, of course, there's the AB, the Ancien Belgique in, in Brussels which is uh -huh. a great venue, but we actually played there uh, earlier this year. Oh, that's nice. Primavera or, or uh, yeah, some kind of sunny, warm place. Yeah, because we don't get a lot of sun, of course, here in Belgium. No, so. we don't. <laughs> now, if you, um, when you go to a gig and you perform it on dinner, yeah. um, what would you like to be the legacy that you leave behind for the crowd? Um, after a live gig, you mean? Yeah, so what, what would you like people to remember you by, the group name? Um, I, I, I mean, the music we play, it's, it's always been, um, like, it's guitar music, but it's always been groovy and dancey, like, we're, we try to aim for that energetic, uh, you know, just to produce something to dance to, really, if you'd like. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, I, I mean, yeah, if the, the people would have a, a great time and, and dance and rather than just wa stand there and watching uh, another guitar band playing uh, you know there, there's got to be some kind of uh, party element to the gig I think and uh, so it'd be great if they uh, yeah if they remember you by the, the party they had uh, the, the during good, the music the good vibe yeah exactly yeah. rather than the you know uh, a dark uh, or gloomy experience <laughs> Of course, um, I think also a, a positive uh, thing about the, the live gigs is that you get the response from the crowd directly. Yeah, totally, yeah. Now, um, 
What is the craziest thing a fan ever did? <laughs> um, maybe that's that's still to happen. Hopefully. <laughs> Now, if you check out the, the main scene at this moment, the big artists, uh, international artists, yeah. is there an idol for you? Um, well, yeah, you know, various ones. Uh, idols. Um, I think idols are really uh, more people from the past. I think, yeah. you know, as you get a little bit older, you 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 tend to sort of uh, think of it as a more relative uh, thing. The i, you know, idolism or what you call it. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's people that are certainly larger than life, like uh, uh, like Lou Reed, David Bowie, Morrissey. I don't know, you know, just to name a few. But um, like with current artists, it's more like you know, you I really get into the music, and uh, and it's uh, it's a different experience, I think. Uh, yeah. And, no, a lot of people say, of course, that um, through social media. Um, that came up now, of course, and it, it will still evolve in the near future. Um, it becomes, on the one hand, easier for artists to get a, a widened uh, audience, you know, abroad, internationally. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other side, um, you have a lot of different artists trying to, to make their spot into the music. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Is, is social media for music business a curse or a blessing? Uh, it's certainly not a curse. Uh, it's a really good thing. I mean, YouTube is amazing, and uh, and yeah, the fact that you, but it's everything's got its advantages and disadvantages. Um, I think uh, there are a lot more bands. There are a lot of a lot more electronic music producers also, because that's certainly become easier for people to do. Uh, so there's and everybody can make a Facebook. Uh, or, or whatever page, and mm -hmm. so there's, there's no quality control there. Everybody can make it, and um, so. But uh, and yeah, some good things are gonna, you know, float uh, or surface. But uh, a lot of really good bands will never get noticed anyway. So no matter what, so it takes a certain skill, I think, to play the social media, for sure. Just like it takes skill to sort of sell yourself to to uh, business, a record label, or yeah, exactly, or bookers or whatever, uh, and so I think it always comes down to the same kind of uh, idea, and uh, it's certainly not a curse for the music industry. I think is with uh, the whole, I mean, the piracy thing is so relative. I think also, and it's just a shift in a platform. You know where there used to be more uh, like cassettes and, and CDRs copying music. Uh, now it's just uh, it's just a social media platform and, and internet. Uh, it gives a lot of opportunities, but you've got to know how to play it. I think either way. Now, of course, people are also interested uh, to follow you guys, uh, to, to follow your works. Now, uh, you guys have a Facebook page. 
Yes, we I do. can't presume. <laughs> now, after this uh, answer that you guys have in a Facebook page, yeah. um, how can we find you? Is it uh, Ondine or? It's Ondine from Alosta. So Alosta is the kind of, uh, let's call it the street name for Alst. Uh, uh, yeah, that's correct. And so it's spelled A-L-O-S-T-A. And so the Facebook page is Ondine from Alosta in one word. There's also a Bandcamp page where you can find and di- download our first EP and our last record also. Um, and that's on dean.bandcamp.com. Okay, now for the the lazy listeners, I will also put in the link, of course, in the article, so you can immediately find everything they need to follow you guys. Yeah. Now, we wish you, of course, the best of luck uh, for this Saturday on the performance gig, and of course, one in January and all others to come. Thank you very much. And we'll keep in touch, of course, uh, for the next year. Totally. Uh, but for now, thanks again for your time. And uh, yeah, be well, of course. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.